everyone. It's Russell Venosi. Welcome back for another episode of the Main Street Preps podcast. We caught up with Davidson Academy football coach Jonathan Quinn, who just won his third straight Division II single-A state championship by beating USJ last week. After that, I put a final bow on the 2020 high school football season. Here we go. All right, we are joined now by Davidson Academy football coach Jonathan Quinn. Coach Quinn, thanks for taking the time to do this today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Well, Coach, congratulations on your third straight Division II single-A title. Has that sunk in yet over the last few days? You know, it, uh, it really hasn't. Uh, the season ends kind of abruptly no matter how it ends, whether it's with a, a championship or just with a loss. And then uh, you don't go to practice the next day and you start cleaning up and, uh, and then reality really sets in. And you're, and you're like, wow, the season's over. It seems like we just started. And then to end on such a high note uh, with, a, with a third straight state championship, I mean, it's surreal. Whether you win or lose, I mean, what does a football coach do in the days following a season ending? Do you take any time off, or any time to rest after you know the grind of the three or the last three or four months? Sure. Well, uh, some coaches immediately go on vacation, and uh, I'm currently on my way out of town to spend a long weekend with my wife. But typically, right afterwards, you 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 start cleaning up and you start doing equipment check in and really kind of going through the procedure of wrapping the season up and. Uh, this really differs coach to coach, I think. Well, I'm sure that's exciting to be uh, have a little bit of time off this weekend and enjoy some uh, some, some peace and quiet. But uh, just just looking back and reflecting on the season, Coach, what has this group of 15 seniors meant to Davidson Academy? They walk away now with, with three state championships, about as impressive as, as it gets. It does. This senior class is the winning a senior class to walk through the halls of Davidson Academy. They will graduate 48-3. and three. And, it, and you go back to eighth grade, they were undefeated in the eighth grade team as well. I mean, it has just been a very special and talented group of young men. Uh, they came with a purpose, uh, you know, a long time ago, started building uh, building this thing. We built on previous traditions that we had, and they took that tradition and took it to a new level and really raised the bar. And it's just been an exciting and, uh, and fun journey to be able to, to ride with these senior class. And of course, one of those seniors is your son, Aiden Quinn. He started linebacker and tight end. How neat was that to be able to experience these last few years with him? You know, I can't, I literally cannot put a price tag on the value of getting to coach your own children. I was lucky enough when I came from college down to high school, my oldest son uh, was, a, was a senior. I got to coach him as well. I got to coach my second son uh, that year uh, also on the football team. And then to have uh, Aiden come through and get four full years of getting to coach him. You know, I'm the only head coach that he's played for in his in his high school career, and that's just the value of that. And, uh, I mean, it's it's literally priceless to me. And, uh, you know, I had a lot of tears uh, leading up to the state game, uh, going into it, uh, a lot of tears afterwards, uh, just a very emotional moment. And, uh, and it's something I wouldn't want to trade for anything. I'm just so incredibly proud of him and his accomplishments and, and what he's done. Uh, but it's the time that we had together as a, as a father and son I just wouldn't trade that for anything. And the good news kept coming for Davidson Academy this week. On Tuesday, senior running back Griffin Sweeney was named Mr. Football. He rushed for almost 2,000 yards and 34 touchdowns. Huge season from him. Coach, what would you make of the uh, senior campaign that Griffin was able to put together this year? Um, he has worked extremely hard to be prepared for this senior campaign. And uh, he came into it and did exactly what we asked. I mean, if you look at it, he only had 99 carries through the regular season. Uh, then going into the playoffs, uh, I think he added, I'm not sure the exact number, maybe close to 50 more carries. 
and because you know you get in the playoffs, you got to start leaning on your workhorse a little bit. And he was up for the challenge. We kept his legs fresh for the regular season and knew that we would need to grind him uh, in the playoffs a little bit. And, and he was fully prepared for that. Uh, and to me, there was a, it was unquestionable uh, of who the best running back in the state at our level was. And Griffin uh, was definitely that guy. And along with having that workhorse back, you guys had a star quarterback come back this year, J- Jared Vitato. He was able to throw it all around the field. Uh, he spent last year focusing on baseball and eventually landed a scholarship from Middle Tennessee. How big was his return for what you guys were able to do on offense this year? Well, Jared's a very talented athlete just in general. As a sophomore, he was an all-state wide receiver. So we know he can run. Uh, he got, has, a, has a baseball scholarship to MTSU. Uh, so he's just a tremendous athlete. And now you get a guy like that at your quarterback position that already knows the offense, that has a big arm and can make all the throws, but also has the ability to get outside the pocket and make plays if you need them to. I mean, it just it just really opens up your offense. It makes you, um, you know, very balanced and be able to attack a defense in multiple ways. It doesn't, you know, if they want to come and try to stop Griffin, then we can throw it all over the place. If they want to sit back and worry about our receivers downfield, then you got Griffin who can run the ball, and Jared brings that versatility and that balance into our offense. And it's uh, we were very blessed to have him come back, and uh, he's undefeated as a starting quarterback. Not a bad way to go out there. And, of course, uh, the offensive players draw most of the headlines, but I'd definitely be remiss if I didn't mention the defense. You guys, uh, your defense played well throughout the year. Did, did give up some points in that championship game, but uh, I mean, what did you make of, of their play throughout the year? I think uh, our I think what Coach Lambert has done with our defense has been remarkable. It started last year uh, when we started with 0-2 start, uh, really trying to find an identity. And I think that that identity started with the defense. And we became a tough, hard-nosed, kind of a grinding type of of team. And then that carried over into this year where offensively we did have the ability to put up the big numbers. But the identity, I think, still came from the defense and just how nasty and and how violent and, and how much effort they gave flying to the ball. And I think Coach Lambert uh, is the one that kind of spearheaded all that on the, on the defensive side. And um, it was extremely fun to watch those guys fly around and start the season with three shutouts this year. It was remarkable. And that just carried us right into the playoffs and right into the state championship. And now you're moving into that. You're moving up a classification to D2 AA to join a bunch of Nashville schools like CPA, Lipson Academy, Good Pasture, BGA, FRA going to be a very fun league for for Nashville high school football fans and uh, you know we talked about it at the top it's going to be a challenge too are you are you ready for that ready for that challenge well ready or not we will have to be uh, we're right. definitely uh, going to be challenging but it is it is going to be exciting uh, we've played uh, you know FRA last year we played them the last few years we played good pasture in a cycle uh, a couple of years ago we used to be in the region with BGA before um, CPA and Lipscomb Academy will both be new opponents as far as my time at Davidson. But, uh, you know, with CPA and, and, and Lipscomb both going to the state game and good pastor getting to the semis, I mean, it's also a very tough league. You know, and I think it's going to be uh, exciting to watch, uh, and definitely challenging, and, and our team will have to step up our game in order to uh, compete. And part of the reason it will be a challenge is just numbers-wise, right? I was looking at the enrollment numbers, and it's not like your school had a had a huge boost in enrollment from from fall 2016 to this fall in 2020. Looks like it went up by about 50 kids, um, and that just the way the classifications fell. You guys 
are, are now up in the double A with 275 kids or so in the school. Um, I know CPA, some of those other schools have, have quite a bit more than that. Is it going to be difficult to compete with, especially some of the bigger schools just because they have, you know, more people to draw from? Yeah, I think where it hurts some of the smaller schools like ourselves is in the depth. You know, if you have a uh, roster of you know, 80 to 100 kids like some of those bigger Division II AA schools have, uh, they got more kids to pull from and they got guys that, that can primarily play on one side of the ball or the other. And, uh, and schools like uh, myself and the other schools in the, that play Division II single A and some of the smaller Division II AA schools, we're relying on our guys to play both ways. We're going in with rosters of you know, maybe 40 kids or 38 or you know, right around that, that, that 40 man mark. And, and where it really comes into play is, is twofold in the second half of games and late in the season uh, when guys you know, have played those physical games throughout the season. So, that's, I think it, uh, so I think it does make a difference, but that doesn't mean you can't go in there and compete. And there are other schools that have done it, done it very well. I think ECS is another small Division II AA school. And they, uh, they've they been competitive every year, and I think they won it uh, two seasons ago. So, And on the other side of the coin, uh, with all the success you guys have had, along with moving up a classification, do you think that's going to lead to maybe increased interest in, in football players coming to Davidson Academy to play for you? Well, I sure hope so. I feel like we play a, a high level of football and with the experience that, uh, that I bring and that Coach Lambert brings from the offensive and defensive side of the ball. And uh, I sure would hope that uh, we, that would be attractive to, uh, to young football players. Alrighty, Coach. Well, going to be exciting next year as you guys moving up. And I think I've I've dug into your vacation drive uh, enough here. So <laughs> unless you have anything else, um, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time today. And uh, congrats again on another another state title. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate you guys having me, and uh, you guys have a merry Christmas. Alrighty. Thanks. Right back at you, Coach. That's been uh, Davidson Academy head man Jonathan Quinn. We really appreciate him joining the Main Street Preps podcast today. After all the months of uncertainty amid the COVID-19 pandemic, the 2020 high school football season is now in the books in Tennessee. I want to start off just by saying how grateful I am that these games were able to be played uh, you know, for these seniors and for all these kids that have worked so hard, and coaches too. To be able to have that opportunity was really special, especially when it just looked like it wasn't going to be possible there for a while. So the champions have been crowned, the football season is over, and with that, we're moving on to basketball season, wrestling, and spring sports coming up soon. So just to everybody out there listening, let's please continue to follow these guidelines that have been put in place by the CDC, by the TWSAA, by the individual schools, so we make sure that these sporting events can continue to happen as safely as possible. Looking back on some of the highlights of the season, my picks, of course, were a lot of fun for me to do, and hopefully a lot of fun for you guys too. I know if I picked against your team, you probably weren't a big fan. If I picked your team on any given week, you probably were a fan. Overall, the final record for those picks was 110 and 36, so about 75% correct, which I will definitely take for my first season predicting mid-state high school football games. I did Robertson County last year, and this is my first season picking games from across the area. That included a 7-2 record last week at the Blue Cross Bowls. I missed on the Lipscomb Academy CPA game. I picked the Lipscomb Academy mistakenly and also missed on the Fayetteville-South Pittsburgh game. Nice win for Fayetteville there to upset South Pittsburgh and to get their first ever state title. Thank you to everyone who read that column all season and made it one of the most clicked-on stories each week. It'll certainly be back next year and hopefully we'll do even a little better. Congrats also to CPA, Davidson Academy, Oakland and Summit, the four teams in our primary coverage area that were able to get state championships last week to hoist that gold ball. 
We had coverage of all those games on MainStreetPreps.com. If you missed it, you can go back and, and search for those articles. And then this week, the Mr. Football Awards were handed out at Nissan Stadium, presented by the Tennessee Titans. There were three locals that came away with Mr. Football trophies. One of them we mentioned in the podcast with Coach Quinn. That was Griffin Sweeney, Division II single-A Mr. Football. We talked about his stats earlier, and they were impressive, and he was a big reason why Davidson Academy won the championship again. He rushed for 288 yards and four touchdowns against USJ in a single game in that state championship game. Really just put the Bears on his back, and for that, he is Mr. Football, although I should mention that Mr. Football is a regular season award, so it had nothing to do with his postseason performance, but he left no doubt that he was deserving of that award by the way he ran in that state championship game. Kicker of the year was Tegan Linderink from Brentwood Academy. He just moved down from Michigan to make sure he played his senior year of, of high school football. Wanted to be able to play, wanted to be able to get a chance to get a college scholarship, and it worked out pretty well for him getting that kicker of the year honor. He was 28 of 28 on extra points. He also made 20 field goals, including one from 54 yards. That is college and NFL territory back there. So congrats to Tegan on that award. I think he's going to have a great college career and maybe even find his way into the pros if he keeps kicking like he has been. Then last but certainly not least was C.J. Taylor, Class 6A Mr. Football from Warren County. Warren County's first ever Mr. Football. Congratulations to the Pioneers on that big honor. C.J. is heading to Vanderbilt after a big season this year. He carried the ball 212 times for 1,764 yards, 23 touchdowns. Most of that was as a quarterback. He also threw a little bit, but running was his was his main deal. And then he also played defense. He, he was all over the field for the Pioneers. He had 57 total tackles, four tackles for loss, three interceptions, and five passes defended. And of course, he led Warren County to an 8-3 and three record, which was their best finish in 30 years. Hats off to everybody in McMinnville for quite the 2020 season. So that'll do it for us for football season and this episode. Uh, but the Main Street Preps podcast certainly isn't going anywhere. We will be back next week to talk basketball, to talk potentially wrestling at some point, eventually the spring sports. We are going to continue to roll out a bunch of episodes for you this school year. I'll talk to all kinds of high school sports athletes, coaches, and figures. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can come up with in these coming months. And we thank everybody that's listened to the podcast so far. We're going to be moving over to a new platform called Transistor. That will allow this podcast to be on all the major platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and all of those. I know so far it's only been SoundCloud. We appreciate your patience with that, but soon you'll be able to find this podcast anywhere you get your audio. So looking forward to that. Thanks for tuning in this week, and I will talk to you soon.